Give that to me. Let me guess. You have to get these ashes to consecrated ground in order to destroy the forces of evil. Give me the goddamn urn, dammers! Under no circumstances must these ashes ever be released. another night we're back with the 13 nights of halloween tonight we're talking about the frighteners I was actually quite intrigued by i should say i was excited about watching it and we'll get it we'll get into that after this um so the premise for the frighteners after an accident frank is able to see and speak with ghosts he uses them to haunt a few houses in the neighborhood and then use his uses his quote psychic abilities to exercise the houses for free that's the basic premise, and then it unfolds. There's a little bit of a murder mystery that goes on during this. The main intrigue here was that it's directed by Peter Jackson. I believe it was after this, he went on to do Lord of the Rings. I don't think there was a movie between this and Lord of the Rings. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, so that was the... Uh, that was the main intrigue here. I was very curious to see it because I knew Peter Jackson came from a horror background and he really kind of before this came from um, almost, oh, how do I want to say it? But almost the Sam Raimi school of horror from mm-hmm. brain dead, bad taste, uh, really kind of ultra gory fright fests and so i was intrigued at what we would be getting into with this one um so why why don't i kick us off this time around i actually thought the story here was somewhat original the idea of a psychic quote psychic who uh, uses the ghost to stage fake hauntings in order to receive money i thought that was kind of clever i can't name the exact point in which i have ever seen anything like that before i also thought the overarching mystery by the end of it i was kind of curious um actually i shouldn't say i was curious because i knew who 
the spectral shape was the whole time. Right. But I thought the premise of that, that kind of like serial killer mystery idea was good. So I thought the story ideas in this were good, and that's why I gave it a four. But something went wrong on this film. Um, I think that right there is my highest score, maybe. Uh, yeah, because something went off the rails with this film, and I'm not sure exactly what, but I thought the idea was original. All right. Good for you. Um, I gave it a two out of five. I just found the story just so uninteresting, honestly. Um, and it's not just the story alone. Like Tim said, we'll get into more of it later. But I just was not really intrigued by this story. Um, just, I don't know if I can comfortably say it's original. Maybe for the time it came out. There well, was what summer- else is like it if it's not original? I can't put my finger on a single movie off the top of my head. I have to look, but (laughs) see, I thought the closest that it came and I know it's a completely different caliber of movie, but the kind of vibes, it reminded me of Ghostbusters in that kind of horror comedy mix with ghosts that are cracking jokes. Yeah. But this movie failed, failed to rise to that. Yeah, I like I can't tell you a specific movie that this is exactly like because obviously no movie is exactly copy and paste except for a few movies out there. But I the beats of this movie I've just seen in other movies, the mystery part of it, uh, mystery slash detective part of it, the oh no, it's it's not him who's killing everyone, it's someone else. Oh, he's crazy. Like I don't know. I just felt like I was watching a couple of different movies put together into one. It was basically just a, I mean, this one genuinely kind of felt like a Scooby-Doo episode. I know we've thrown that around a couple of times, but I just very much a whodunit. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I wasn't invested. I didn't really care about the story. I didn't think it was that well executed overall. There was no surprises with any of the reveals or what was going on. It, it takes a lot of leaps to kind of just go with what's happening in the story. There's a lot of inconsistencies with the rules of this world and how things work. And I just, I just, it's hard to follow and you really have to just take a leap. If you're, I mean, if you're just looking to have fun with it, I guess you could do it, but I, I just could not get behind a lot of this story and what it was trying to do. I felt like things, a lot of things happen for the sake of the characters moving along in the story and things going their way. I, I just wasn't terribly impressed with it. So two out of five. All right. And into the character. Uh, this is, I actually gave the character too. Um, I wasn't, I don't know if it's that I wasn't invested in these particular character arcs. I just didn't feel like there was much of an arc, like the main character of Frank played by uh, Michael, Michael J. J. Fox. Fox. Yeah, he's he's like a psychic. He can see ghosts and he's swindling people. So he's kind of a loser, but he's a likable loser. And by the end of the movie, like he's made no major revelations. There's no the major revelation is that he didn't kill his wife, but he knew that the whole time. So it's more for the viewers than anything else. I, I didn't feel like the character here was overall. The arc was not worth coming back to 
Um, I think this is where, for me, I struggled to connect with it. Like, I thought the premise, the idea was interesting, but there was just something off in the characters and also the overdramatic character of that he worked for the post office guy. The yes, correct. He, he annoyed the crap out of me, but mm. and I don't ultimately. I wasn't sure why he was there other than to give us some background and exposition and to draw out the finale. Like, let's make the finale a little longer and let's give us exposition. And I'm not sure why the character's there. The third act of this movie drags way too much. (laughs) The whole movie, I thought, dragged. I thought it took way too long to get started. And then I was remotely intrigued in the middle. And then I was like, okay, are we done yet? So, right. Yeah. We'll get into that with the direction, I'm sure. But overall, the character arc here, I wish I could say I liked it, but I... I I just thought it was okay. I give it a two. It was an okay character story. Yeah, uh, I agree. The character story was pretty mid for the most part. There's nothing special about it. And I mean, again, our main character kind of knows he's already innocent from the get go. So there's not really anything. The only time that there's an inkling of like question is when the FBI agent comes in and starts portraying death as his like alter ego, which is like a semi, it's a semi interesting part of the story for his character. Uh, outside of him, though, uh, these characters, for the most part, are pretty cut and dry. There's nothing interesting about any of them. Um, they serve their role, I guess you could say. But honestly, I'm trying to think of just trying to think through these characters outside of maybe the two ghosts that are buddies with uh, Frank in this movie. None of them really have any personality, honestly. I could probably have gone two here, but I just decided to go three because I didn't like, I don't think it really, it was never annoying at any point. I think that goes, that will go more into the acting category than the actual characters themselves. But yeah, I, they're just kind of forgettable. I mean, even Michael Chase Fox character is not really that memorable at the end of this movie. So yeah, it's just a soft three out of five for me. Yeah, I think it's interesting you mentioned the ghosts because I actually disliked them more than any characters in this movie. Yeah, I thought they were. I, I like I said, they're the only ones with like any personality in this <laughs> that's movie. True. So <laughs> they, <were>. they stuck <laughs> out. Whether that's good or bad is up to the person watching the movie. I I was kind of just indifferent about them, but they had a little bit of life in them compared to most characters. So. Um, yeah it's whatever i guess yeah (laughs) all right so on to the music and sound design so i i gave it a three it's good i it's not great it's not particularly memorable or iconic but i did think the music fit the scenes fairly appropriately there was some nice gothic orchestral moments when it felt appropriate it wasn't great but it was not bad either the music never at one point took me out of going like "Ooh, that was a bad music choice or anything like that i thought it accompanied the film fine all right jumping into your music all right so for me uh i gave music a uh, two out of five uh, i actually was not a fan of the music really um in fact uh my brain was kind of turned off my ears were turned off for most of the music uh i just I guess it somewhat fit, but it just kind of felt over the top. And 
I just, I wasn't digging it personally and it was becoming more of an annoyance than it was just kind of background noise or background music that fit the movie itself. Um, I don't have much, I don't have really any in-depth analyzing I've done on this music, but it's just, it was just there and it was, it just kind of took me out of the movie a little bit at times. It's not the worst thing ever, but I think it was enough that I just, I feel like I had to bring it down to a two. So I, that's just kind of how I felt about it overall. So yeah, two out of five. All right. So probably the biggest point of contention, although I'm sure we'll agree with it. Probably. Yeah. In in spots, um, editing and special effects. So, yep. So I actually, I, I did change my answer on this one because I had to sit back and think about it. Um, <clears throat> I gave it a two more for the overabundance of special effects than the quality. Although quality does factor into it. There are moments, most of the like spectral figure, whatever death looks awful. Textures are super smooth. Looks like a video game character from mm-hmm. PlayStation one. <laughs> yep. But I had to, there's also part of me that's like, you know, it looks like a video game character from PlayStation one, but this movie was 1996. And I know. <laughs> and for 96, some of the other special effects in this movie are pretty good, but they weren't necessary. And that's the problem is the special effects in this movie weren't necessary. It is like an updated, a nineties update of ghostbusters in terms of special effects, where some of it is kind of green screen CGI on top of actual footage. But at the end of the day, it didn't need it. The better parts of this movie were the practical effects of some of the ghosts, like jaws falling off, things like that looked really good. And I just it was disappointing to see that some parts looked good, mm-hmm. some parts, but most of it looked bad because I do think that was a major reason why I had a hard time connecting because multiple points throughout the movie, the ghosts don't even connect with the ground that they're supposed to be on. And it looks very funny. There's a scene where Michael J. Fox first becomes a ghost and he's kind of learning how to interact with his surroundings. And that includes like falling through the wall, falling through the floor, but then learning how to walk on the floor. I thought it was a clever idea to show this. And I thought it was kind of cool how the one time he like trips and his head falls through the wall and he kind of yanks him back through. I thought that goes better towards the acting of Michael J. Fox. Right. But there's so many moments of like the ghost and Michael J. Fox standing on screen and they're not even looking at each other. They're looking past each other. And it just takes you out of the movie and into a, oh, they filmed this on a green screen kind of mindset and you feel disconnected because of the overuse of CGI and scenes that didn't really need it. So I, th- I think that's where my two, it probably, if I was going on quality alone, probably a three, but there's just far, far too much of it in this film. Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree with that. Um, 
I gave this a one out of five, and I will go into how poor the quality of these uh, effects were. The only effect, and the only reason it stayed a one, was because the the very few practical effects that they did have, which I'm trying to think, honestly, there's maybe two or three that come to mind, maybe. Um, basically, just the ghosts, those effects were fine. They fit for what they were. Again, even though it looked like they weren't touching anything when they actually touched something. Um, so that was weird. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, it is it, this. These graphics reminded me of uh, Scooby-Doo, honestly. Uh, Scooby-Doo's was a little cleaner, but not by much. But yeah, like the graphics of the ghosts, uh, specifically Death, was just horrendous. It was... Scooby-Doo was made eight years after this one. I know. So, yeah. And (laughs) trust me, that's not a compliment at all. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think the editing and uh, effects were pretty terrible. The camera work was honestly an eyesore the entire movie. Um, I could see what they were going for with some shots. I just think it was really, really poorly executed um, all in all. Um, yeah, I'm not going to beat the dead horse. The effects are pretty awful in this movie, and there's very few to actually uh, credit with any good in this movie. So, yeah, one out of five. All right, the script on this movie. I, I don't know. I give it a three. I it was. I thought it was better than OK, but it wasn't great. I didn't. And then again, I just think back and like, man, maybe I'm too generous on this because the script is also part of the reason why I had such a hard time connecting, I believe, with investing in this story, period. Um, But I thought at this point in 13 Nights of Halloween, we've seen some movies where like people just don't behave naturally. They don't talk naturally. They don't say things that make sense in the moment. Uh, the craft. Um, and I didn't think this was as bad as that. I also didn't think it was as cliche as some of the lines in the faculty. But whereas the lines themselves aren't bad, the script has a hard time making a case for why it should exist in the first place. There's not anything super compelling about it. So maybe my three is a little generous, but I had a hard time really nailing what I didn't like about the script. I think most of what I didn't like goes to direction and performance, but I thought the script itself is too convoluted, but not unnatural i don't i don't don't know this this was a weird movie for me so (laughs) yeah um i gave it a one out of five i do think it was pretty convoluted um and there's just like one thing that kept coming to mind as the movie was going on was like there's just no there's no rhythm like like you said these these are not conversations that people would normally have in this situation. Again, this goes back to a lot of inconsistencies. I feel like with the story itself, I same thing with the script, things just don't feel consistent and they have no flow to them. It's just kind of jumbled talking heads basically. And I, man, I don't want to sound super harsh about it, but like, I, I just did not find any of the interactions between any of the characters to feel normal by any means. And 
some characters uh, like some character scripts are just ran so over the top that it's 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 annoying and i'll get into the acting with that too but again like i i was start, i was struggling to find like what are they trying to go for are they trying to go for a horror movie are they trying to go for a comedy because i know i've seen horror comedies before this is no evil dead 2 and so i'm like i'm just struggling to like figure out what exactly we're going for with this script it's so all over the place and it feels like there's they never really stick with one thing um and they just kind of threw it all around and yeah that's kind of how it felt for the most part just like they were throwing words around and things were just kind of being said and yeah here we are so uh, yeah maybe one could be too harsh so maybe a two but yeah i think it's pretty bad for the most part so one out of five okay into acting I give this one a four because I actually thought that Michael J. Fox did a great job with what he had of the people who are interacting with the ghosts that clearly were not on set with them. Mm-hmm. There were multiple moments that I believed he was talking to someone. The ghost, on the other hand, clearly wasn't looking at Michael J. Fox. He also had a very physical role for this one, almost borderline slapstick at points. And I thought he did a nice job. It was nice to see him in this is late in his career. I think it wasn't shortly after this. This was 20 years after he had been diagnosed. I think six years after it was public. Right. Yeah. So he actually did a nice job. Um, And I liked the female lead in this. What was her name? Uh, That was uh, Lucy, played by Trini Alvarado. Yeah, I thought she was good. The judge, who isn't much of a character, but he's played by John Astin, who was the Riddler in the 19... Or, no, he wasn't the Riddler. He was the original Adam's Family Dad. Is that right? From from the black and white TV show. Maybe. Oh, yeah. You might be right about that. Yep. So he uh, played, okay, and his son is Sean Astin, by the way. Um, oh, really? Didn't know that. <laughs> yep, who would later work <laughs> with Peter Jackson. Um, so I actually, I liked those three performances, but that was it. The rest of it, I did not care for. And I did, I gave it a four because of the strength of Michael J. Like, our lead was good. I thought he was good, even if the script squandered his character even if i didn't really care for the character he did a nice job most of the time on screen and i didn't have a problem with that Mm -hmm. um and i thought dr lucy was pretty good with what she had i debated strongly about giving this a three because of um milton the character milton the ups worker yes yes worker yeah but the reason i eventually he overplayed that part so hard and it was i think that is like they were trying to shove so much comedy into that character but it failed i didn't laugh at him at all i found him annoying and overbearing and for some people i totally understand why that would be hey i i got a docky on acting for that one right yeah but that i mean he was playing the character as directed that's the way I saw it. And he did a good job embracing that character. I just didn't care for the character and wish he wasn't in the movie. So I wasn't going to hold that against Michael J. Fox and Trini be for their fairly strong performances. 
Yeah, so I am on the opposite side here. I gave it a two out of five. I just was not into most of those performances. Um, I agree. Michael J. Fox um, was good in this movie. Uh, I think he was the best one easily out of all the characters. Um, but it was just good. I don't think it was anything special necessarily. Um, I like. I didn't care for Trini's performance as Lucy. I thought she was fine. I don't think it was bad by any means. Um, and then outside of those guys, I agree that uh, Jeffrey Combs' performance as Milton was just too much for me, honestly. Um, yeah, I I just did not really care for any of the acting performances. I thought it was a little, a little over the top for a lot of them. Uh, and again, that just goes back to the inconsistencies of this movie and maybe that's a director's issue but it just kind of felt like we were getting some of them who were taking a little bit more seriously than others who were going for more of that evil dead comedy over the top comedy there um yeah i just i thought it was inconsistent with the characters all around and the acting and it just wasn't really my cup of tea so i mean not the worst thing i've ever seen but definitely not that great so two out of five so diving in the direction um I we've kind of hit on it multiple times. It is this moment of like, I feel like they're going for the over the evil dead over the top comedy horror stuff. And then they don't. And then it's reserved. And ultimately I almost gave the direction on this a one, but there's a couple things. I, I thought the sets and stuff, the way they were put together, the atmosphere of this movie, I really appreciated the early, early beginning of the movie almost feels like like a Stephen King main type setting, even though it was filmed in New Zealand. It, it has that vibe early, but then the story, the way it's handled, it's like everything in this movie took backseat to the special effects, which I think in 1996 probably looked great. They don't today. And then what you're left with is a mess of a movie. Basically, you have some decent performances by people, some stronger than others. And you have a script that I think, I I don't know the script I have issues with. It could have worked. Maybe I, I ultimately couldn't put my finger on what I didn't like about this movie exactly. Other than there was something off in the direction. It didn't come together the way it probably sounded on paper. I mean, outside of that, you also mentioned some of the camera shots. There were way too many close-ups in this movie. Way too many, especially of Milton. I didn't need to see that guy's face that close all the time. We all know how you um, feel about close-ups. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Um, I also... I think much of the struggle of this movie was the studio. He was aiming for a PG-13 release. Okay. So interesting. Peter Jackson was aiming for his kind of first PG 13 horror movie because that was a big market in the 90s. Um, but he couldn't get it. Like, no matter how hard he tried with this movie, interesting. They kept slapping an R rating on it. And so that's actually why the head explodes at the end is he said, fine, if you're going to give me an R rating, I'm going to put that scene back in. And it was originally rated R even without the exploding head. 
which I kind of think is absurd because there's nothing about this movie now that deserves an R rating. Yeah, it's kind of hard to remember anything that's R rated worthy, honestly. Yeah, I don't remember. It feels like a PG-13 movie, and I think that's why it's so restrained. But I think that's also why it, maybe it, that's the issue is that it plays it safe instead of going for over the top right. anything. It plays it safe, and that's detrimental to the overall story it's trying to sell. Yeah. Tell. I mean, you are trying to tell a story about a serial killer who is attempting to outdo all other serial killers ever, but as a ghost. Like, that sh- sounds like a bloodbath. And instead, it's not. And the misdirection of it being the serial killer and death until the reveal, it didn't convince me at all why else did we have the exposition of the serial killer and his girlfriend throughout the movie before that right yeah um yeah the direction on this was rough i don't think you could tell peter is a competent director we obviously all know that yeah right but there was something not clicking with this movie and that's ultimately why i gave it a two there's some stuff that I thought like the gothic architecture of the house, the set, the way that was filmed, especially the opening scene, I thought was really cool, even though the effects were awful. Um, there are moments that I was like, you can tell there's talent in the direction, but it's like it has no place to go. I think it might be another one of those examples of a director getting able to do whatever he wanted and not being pointed in the right direction. I, I'm, I'm not sure. There's there's. I mean, kind of gave my final thoughts on this. There's just something off in this film. So anyways, your direction. Yeah, I gave it a one out of five. Um, I I mean, I didn't really I didn't know that he was going for a PC-13 rating. So that's good context, I guess, in the grand scheme of things. But nonetheless, the movie is what the movie is. And so it's pretty rough. Um, I just think the whole movie and this, between like the story, the characters and their motivations is honestly just pretty messy um it's kind of hard to really understand what any motivations are outside of the killer himself and at that point it's just everyone reacting to him um and uh, i already touched on it earlier like directionally speaking with like you know the camera work and um the pacing is also just really rough in my humble opinion um this movie is an hour 40 minutes it feels a lot longer than that it feels like everything is dragging uh if you had told me it was two hours and 20 minutes i would have believed yeah you. the ending yeah. it just drags on way longer than it has any right to the beginning i did not personally care for i think it drags as well um yeah i i understand that maybe you know they were being buttheads and were like hey this is gonna be p they're gonna be r instead of pg-13 um I I get that and I sympathize, but you know, I, at the end of the day, it's still the movie that's been given to us. And as much as I as much as I love the man, um, this is definitely one of his weakest movies for sure. Um, I don't know if you could argue. I don't know if I would argue that you can see the talent behind this movie. Um, I don't know if I would go that far to say that, but I. I know he's a good director. Like we've seen him do great stuff. This is probably, this is just going to be like West, one of Wes Craven's shocker movies. Like it's not that bad, but it's bad. So I'm, and I'm comfortable with that. He's made too many good movies for me to continue, you know, remembering or bashing on this one. So yeah, one out of five. It factor. 
I give it a two. There's nothing about this movie like I hadn't really heard anything. And the only reason I gave it a two is because after Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson was a household name. So that name attached to this movie is going to bring in some viewers. But ultimately, I don't think there's anything here to stick around for. Uh it's it doesn't really deliver it doesn't deliver scares it doesn't really deliver thrills even the moments of this movie that are supposed to feel tense manage to feel hollow it's 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 a weird movie i'm struggling to quite grasp why but there's something in this movie doesn't click and it's not like when we talked about the faculty, like that one was fun, even though it didn't really, there was something off about it. Yeah. This movie, I didn't feel like it was fun. I didn't feel like it was thrilling. I didn't feel like anything. I was, I actually had to watch it over multiple sittings because I like my wife got bored and left. And then (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm going to bed and I'll finish it the next day. And it's just like, there's nothing that sucks you into this movie, but I didn't think it was terribly made. So yeah, two on it factor. You don't hear people talk about it. It's nobody's top 10 list. I don't think the only reason you're going to watch this is either you're a Michael J. Fox fan or you're a Peter Jackson fan and you want to go through all his movies. And that's about the only reason you're going to grab this movie. And even then you're not really going to remember it. Yep, well said. I gave it a one out of five. Um, I've heard of the movie. I've seen it before. Um, I But I haven't heard anyone ever talk about it. Um, this is not a movie that comes up in the circles of when it comes to horror movies. Um, I've just seen the cover, and that's a, really about it. So uh, Budget 4 I was... I think the cover is better than the movie. Yeah, no, the cover is interesting, <laughs> at least. Uh, it had a budget of $30 million and it grossed uh, 20, $29 million worldwide. So obviously it was not a success. It flopped. Um, yeah, it flopped basically. So yeah, it's a one. You could even argue a zero, honestly. It just depends on the person, I think. But yeah, I, yeah, this movie has no relevance in the horror genre. And especially when it comes to uh, 13 Nights of Halloween, you have 13 movies that you can definitely pick over this one i guarantee it i don't know i would still pick this one over the craft okay well listen there's (laughs) plenty of other choices those two are off the table obviously so the other the other uh major problem about the box office results for this movie and I'm not trying to justify it. I think if this was a better movie, it would have done better at the box office. So so start with that. It also released the same weekend as Independence Day. Yep, that could have definitely uh, definitely ruffled some feathers. (laughs) Yes, that definitely impacted the overall box office. But ultimately, my enjoyment level, I think this is a little high. I don't know why I put this. Um, I said my enjoyment level was a six. There is something about, like I said, I kind of enjoy the atmosphere and the sets more than the story itself. And because of that, I feel like I might at some point just put it on in the background when I want that kind of atmosphere. It's kind of lighthearted and breezy, even though the story wants to be more. Um, But overall, it's not one that I'm going to be like, oh, we should sit down and watch this movie because 
in my head, the movie was two hours and 20 minutes long, and it's just too long to justify watching when there's better stuff out there. Um, so I think my enjoyment level of six actually might have been a little bit high. I was going to say, but, you didn't like it that much, did you? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if it'd be a four or a five, um, but six does feel a little high. It's I didn't hate the movie. I was more disappointed by the movie to be honest i wanted to really like it i was i actually have not gone back and watched peter jackson's horror movies Mm -hmm. um so this was my first one and based on this i wouldn't want to watch more however i know he's more known for the splatter fests before this so i know this is a very different vibe for him um Yeah, so I was excited to see this, and Michael J. Fox is always great to watch. And ultimately, I just walked away like, man, I wish that movie was better. So maybe the six was part like feeling sorry for the movie, which it doesn't deserve to feel sorry for. But I think four or five is probably closer to how much I actually actually enjoyed this. I think I would still pick it over Shocker or The Craft any day, but... And so far, those are the bottom three movies of 30 Nights of Halloween for me. They go right there. We're seven in, I believe, six in. Mm -hmm. I can't keep track anymore. And we're shooting like 50-50 at this point. Yeah, uh, I gave it a a two out of ten. I was not entertained really at all. I was invested for like a little bit just to see where things were going. And at a certain point, I just checked out. I was not interested. I too was just bored. I was doing laundry. I was eating, doing other things, fixing fantasy football lineups in the middle of this movie. I was not having any fun. There was, like I said, nothing about the story was interesting to me. The characters were not um, pulling my eyes from whatever I was doing to watch what was going on. Um, I don't think you, there's any reason that anyone would watch this movie for the same reason. There was no reason I was watching it until it was on this list for 13 nights of Halloween. It's pretty boring. Uh, it's very forgettable. Not really any fun at all. I would much rather watch something like the faculty over this. Um, and I'm not even going to compare it to like the craft or whatever. Cause I don't want to watch either of them that badly. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, that brings my final score to a 15 out of 50, which I think is bad, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Yes. Yeah, I just, it's not good. I don't think it's really worth your time at all, if I'm being honest. Not even really a good background movie. Better background movie than, than something like The Craft, but yeah, not really worth anyone's time. 15 puts it at terrible. Okay. Uh, Sure. Yep. I... I my final score was 28, which puts it at OK. Um, I I don't think it's a terrible film. I just don't think it's a good film. I think it's I think it's an OK film. But I couldn't really tell you why anybody was going to like it. So that's the struggle. I think some things were competently done. Some things are questionable. Yeah, it's it's a struggle for me on this film. I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm out of things to say about it because it's just kind of that almost non-movie that I'm not annoyed by its existence like I am the craft 
<laughs> um, <laughs> even though I'm, I'm probably gonna offend somebody by saying that somebody out there that's probably their favorite movie right but like yeah. the, the craft annoyed me and was just bad this one i was like that's not good and it's just like a non-entity in my horror movie life yeah. uh you're gonna forget about it ult- yeah exactly and i'm I'm not going to remember it because of how bad it is. Mm-hmm. I'm also not going to remember it for how good it is. It's just, I'm going to forget about it because it's right. neither of those things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the average puts it at a 21.5, which is bad. And I don't, I think overall it's a bad movie for social settings. I don't think it's going to resonate with crowds at all. I don't think if you get 10 people together for a Halloween movie, this is not the one to pick. Nope, not at all. Just scratch it off the list. Forget about it. This, we know it yep. doesn't even exist. This episode doesn't exist. Just forget it. This None of this ever happened. So that's the uh, midpoint-ish of 13 Nights of Halloween. And sorry, it's such a downer. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry, but not know. sorry. We did this to ourselves. I don't, I don't- I'm not. Yeah, I'm never doing birth years again because I think we used up like we tried to pick the best ones on the list. (laughs) Maybe we should have gone for the worst movies on our birth years. Yeah. So we got a different one for you tomorrow. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is because we want you to show up. Yes, precisely. So show up and let us know what you thought of uh, the one so far as well. That'd be great. If you watch the Frighteners and you think we're way off base, Send us a score. Send us your review. We'll add it in because this is not supposed to be about what Bryce and I think. It's supposed to be that everybody gets something different out of a movie and together let's create a score that will guide people. So that includes you. So get in there and get that score. Click that link in the Instagram bio. Yes, and Facebook. And don't forget to follow us on Spotify, YouTube, and Rumble. Go ahead and hit up our link tree. We try to link that with all of those together so you can just find it in one big hub. That's also where you find our review uh, sheets to use for the movies themselves. Uh, It's a pretty cool system. But yeah, outside of that, Tim, anything else before we uh, chug along here? No, talking about this movie made me sad. I know. Um, I'm just kind of chucked out right now. I'm I'm thinking about what I'm gonna go eat or drink or whatever. Yeah, this 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 is a, sorry again. This is second time I'm apologizing to the audience. I'm not apologizing. That you we did this to ourselves. We deserve this pain. Yeah. yeah, I just hope the rest of them go better. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. All right, see you guys.